Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. And it is appropriate now to say happy holidays to everybody throughout the Fruited Plains in our great nation. A nation that is blessed from Sea to shining sea. You should be thankful for that. And hey, as we head now into the Christmas holiday, I uh, certainly hope that your lives are merry, bright, happy. Used to be able to use the word gay, but I won't use that anymore, even though if you are, hey, uh, but anyway. <laughs> I'm C.L. Bryant. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. And uh, thank you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation right here in our great nation. Well, folks, um, I have a lot of things to say to you today. Uh, it's just you and I today. It's just you and I today. A lot of you know that I have been going and got an announcement um, need to make uh, as well. I might as well go ahead and make it now. Um, I'm relocating and hopefully expanding the footprint that I have in um, uh, media. Uh, Jane and I are relocating up to Colorado and uh, it's going to be a very, uh, well, a new phase, a new adventure uh, for us here in our lives. And we're really happy uh, to do that. We're going to be doing that here in the middle of uh, December. We'll be going up there and uh, we'll be engaging a new radio audience after the first of the year. Although you'll be able to hear um, this show every day right here over Red State, Red State Talk Radio, uh, wherever you are throughout the Fruited Plain. A mega shout out to uh, the president of Red State who's traveling uh, in the islands, the Pacific Islands. I won't be specific just in case uh, he doesn't want that uh, named. Um, but to Scott Adams and uh, Leonora uh, have safe travels out there during the, the holidays. I'm going to be doing some traveling myself. Of course, we're getting ready to relocate. And so that is always uh, detailed. It's always a lot of detail that goes into that a lot of hassle if there's one thing i hate to do is uh, make a move although this one is pretty easy uh, to do we uh, have things pretty much mapped out and uh, pretty much set up the way we want them 
to uh, to go where we're headed off to there in Colorado and uh, certainly look forward to being with all of our good friends in Colorado and of course speaking to each and every one of you uh, still daily throughout the Fruited Plains. In fact, uh, it's a quite a very good chance that uh, there are many terrestrial stations that you will be able to pick up the show on if you have not been able to do it uh, here over the, the the terrestrial and, of course, the digital digital platforms that we are already on. So the um, the um, footprint is expanding, and I want to also tell you that I am uh, engaged in negotiations uh, right now as to bringing to the airwaves Black Voices for Trump radio. Yeah, Black Voices for Trump Radio. Uh, we're wanting to uh, ex- uh, expand in that way as well. And that'll be coming to you right here over whatever platform you're listening to us on, but particularly Red State Talk Radio. And uh, you may not believe it. I know that the progressive liberals, the communist news n- n- uh, network, uh, and, and that includes them all from CNN to MSNBC, whoever. You might want to um, the usual suspects, whoever they are. Uh, they don't want you to believe it, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you because they don't want you to believe it. So I have to tell you. They um, don't want you to believe that there is going to be a tsunami. Are you hearing me? I'm talking tsunami of black vote for Donald John Trump come 2020 presidential uh, elections. And those who won't be voting for Trump, even they may be black and they may not be voting for Trump, but they won't be voting for the Democrats, (laughs) which, 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 uh, you know, I'm glad about that too. But I'm even more glad that I am seeing every indication, signal, Prediction, crystal ball gazing, uh, whatever you want to call it, everything points toward uh, a black tsunami vote for Trump. Some have predicted that as high as 30 percent. Now, hey, if Trump gets a a black vote of 30 percent, truly, you will have a. McGovern-like defeat of Democrats this next year. Yeah, I mean it, it will. The 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 afterglow of that vote will be so um, amazing that you would be able to see the glow of that. At night, <laughs> you, you will still you will be able to it'll be like ra- like a, something radioactive have happened to the Democrat Party. They will be so thoroughly nuked. Yeah, that's what I'm predicting is going to happen with um, the Dems because they have been such bad actors, such bad actors here in the last three years. Oh, they thought that they were doing good deeds for the American people. 
all they yes they did they thought that they were protecting you from you now that's the strangest thing about it is that it's evident now it is so apparent that uh, they thought that they should be able or should be in the in the uh, position to protect Americans from American. And the weirdest thing about it, and, and this, is the, this is the strangest thing about it, and I don't know if you've gotten a look at Jerry Nadler or not. Uh, you should. Hey, listen, uh, this whole week, uh, take a good look. Take a good look at Jerry Nadler. Uh, is this what you want? Huh? <laughs> Come on. Have you taken a good look at Adam Schiff? Is is this what you want? They really believe, they really thought, they really think that they can sub, uh, protect you from you. And, and, and this, this, this is the kicker. This is the kicker. Check this out. They believe that somehow they should protect the American people from the American president that the American people elected. That doesn't make any sense to me, but it makes perfect sense to them for some reason. But because it makes perfect sense to them and it does not make any sense to you, they are going to be ousted in ways that, um, like I said, I I dropped McGovern's name. Uh, Yeah, I dropped McGovern's name. But it is going to be, you know, George McGovern was, it was, it was brutal. The type of defeat he suffered. And when we look at the field of Democrat contenders for the presidency of the United States, so I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. That's that's what that's what Hillary is saying. right? Well, she was a contender and she she is somebody. She has no doubt about it. But she could have been I could have been president. I could have been somebody. Hillary has never stopped crying that she's never stopped singing the blues. She's never stopped being angry over that loss. Oh, to be someone hidden in the closet in her room, her bedroom, her hotel room, uh, the night of her defeat with smart record on your phone going. The uh, takeaway from that would have been absolutely priceless. Priceless, I tell you. It would have been priceless, the takeaway from that. Hillary to this day, the Democrats to this day, CNN, MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, (laughs) to this day, they have never gotten over the sting of defeat, the agony of defeat. And because they've never gotten over it, because uh, the Democrat Party, uh, well, Pelosi, I think, had walked on away from it. But she was just when she wanted to get out, just when she wanted to get it all behind her, they pull her back in. That's what happened. That's what happened with Hillary. That's what happened with Nancy Pelosi. And uh, it, it also is the thing that happened with the Democrat Party. 
they uh, could be doing business. They could actually um, be thought of as normal, you know, but but no, no, they, they won't be thought of as that uh, anytime soon. In fact, their defeat is going to be so great. I'm just I'm just telling you. And actually, you know what I am doing? I'm putting it all in the archives so that I can either uh, march forward or fall on my sword because of what I'm predicting. And friends, I am predicting to you. You can follow me on Twitter at Rev, at Rev, R-E-V, C-L Bryant, at Rev, uh, C-L Bryant, R-E-V, C-L Bryant. Go to the uh, C-L Bryant um, uh, webpage, the C-L Bryant show webpage, and download free, um, of course, the C-L Bryant show app onto your favorite device, your iPhone Uh, or whatever, favorite device, and listen to the show every day. So I'm going on record. I'm actually going on record in saying this. And that is, Donald John Trump will win by tsunami, tsunami in 2020, and the black vote will be absolutely incredible. Now, I'm not saying there's going to be 30%. Uh, my high is about 18. 18% of the black vote will go out and vote for Donald John Trump. Whereas we've been kicking around with 5 4 maybe 8% of the vote for a Republican president. Donald John Trump is going to get at least 18%. In my estimation, at most 18%. Very low. If I was to lowball the black vote estimate, I'd say anywhere around 12. 12 to 18% of the black vote. But there are some out there who say that Donald John Trump is going to get as, as much as 30% of the black vote. And I'm telling you, folks, if that happens... If we even break somewhere in between my figure and their figure and Trump gets 23 percent of the black vote, it will be historical in its nature. It may actually break the tallying machine and the electoral college. Doggone near broke it when McGovern was defeated. And I'm saying that Trump is going to have a. Very similar, very similar um, win come 2020. Um, Right now, there's nobody who Duval Patrick can't beat Trump. There's no way that Duval. I, you know, if you want to throw somebody into uh, the, the lion's den, why not Duval? Just throw him in. But Duval's nothing like uh, Barack, you know, except in skin tone, maybe. That's it. But, Duvall, you must know, you need to know that Barack has basically fixed it so that uh, no black man, <laughs> I, mean, I, I could run and not win. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no black man and probably no black woman, certainly not Kamala Harris. And, 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 and you know, if you're thinking that, uh, 
somehow Michelle Obama is going to give up her perfect life at this point in time to run for president of the United States. Why would she? She's not Hillary Clinton, who's had this, uh, you know, childhood dream of being president all of her life. In fact, Michelle just recently, um, a few years back, you know, was proud to be an American. So she's certainly not going to run for president of the United States. Not when she's got all the money she can spend and she's living an idyllic life and the former first lady of the United States. I mean, there is no other black woman in the world who can boast of that. Yeah, there is no black woman in the world. I uh, don't think who is as beloved as she is. And um, to give that up to run for president of the United States, forget it. Michelle Obama's not running for president of the United States. Go away. Go away with that. It's not going to happen. Oprah, no. Talk about an idyllic life. Talk about someone who is living her best life. Michelle and, and Oprah are living their absolute, they are living the dream. Now, you know, Duval Patrick, his name has floated off the radar for a, a long time. Throw his hat in the ring to run for president. All of a sudden, he's relevant again. But not, not, but Michelle, she'll always be. Michelle um, Obama will always be relevant. Oprah will always be relevant. But Duval Patrick, Kamala Harris, if they leave the stage today or tomorrow, uh, a week from now, you would have forgotten who they are. But you'll never forget who Michelle Obama is. You'll never forget Oprah. But Duval, yeah, bye, see ya. Yeah. Most of us are in that, that, that situation, you know. Um, and even even mega, mega radio personalities, mega television personalities, uh, out of sight, out of mind. There are very few people who make an indelible print uh, on your minds that you never forget who they are. Yeah. Or you never uh, far away from your, your, your line of thinking. Yeah. Even Bill O'Reilly, you don't call his name very We don't call his name very much anymore, but everybody remembers uh, who Bill O'Reilly was. Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity, if he goes off radio tomorrow, goes off television tomorrow, yeah, he won't certainly be uh, in your line of sight, but you never will forget who Sean is. And I hope that's the way it is with C.L. Bryant. You know, just Google me. I'm not going anywhere. I'll always be around. I'll always be just out of sight. If, in fact, I get off radio, if I stop doing this, I'll just be out of sight. But every time somebody uh, thinks about black conservatives or what have you, I, I, I got to come up in that conversation. Yeah. And so and so what am I saying? I am saying that Donald John Trump will win by tsunami come 2020. Got a lot to talk to you about. Don't go anywhere because I've been away for a little while. And I want to thank you for coming in and tuning in in with us every day while I was gone. Going to be a lot of that come up 2020. Uh, Jane and I are making a relocation into Colorado and so I got to tell you some more about that, along with all of the topics of the day coming at you after this short break. I'm CL. Be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. Yes, we are um, about to make a move uh, into Colorado and uh, there in the Rocky Mountain State, uh, the voice of C.L. Bryant will be uh, heard here real soon and also uh, in negotiations right now. Uh, it's kicking some things around as far as bringing to you over these airwaves Black Voices for Trump radio. And that's what got me going on what I was saying to you just in the last segment. And that is, I am expecting, we do believe that a tsunami is about to occur here in 2020 as far. I mean, in fact, um, we're just a little over uh, one, a little under rather, a little under uh, one year away from the second term of Donald John Trump, one year away. And, you know, it's a strange thing what's happening here. And, of course, you, you're we're gearing up, uh, tuning up for Nadler's um, uh, debacle and, you know, the farce that is going on Capitol Hill and going from Skip to Nadler. They should, you know, they, they are, even though they're, they're not quite twins, they're both weird. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're both kind of weird, uh, and it, it centers somewhere around the, um, you know, Nadler has this wandering brow. <laughs> yeah, he has this wandering, Yankee's wandering brow. It's kind of, it's not like, his eye, his eye isn't cock, cockeyed or anything. His brow is. And, of course, I think, you know, is, is that a thyroid thing that Schiff has? I, I mean, you know, I, I've known people. I'm not making fun of them or anything. Don't get me wrong. I'm not making fun of anyone that might have a an uncontrolled uh, thyroid problem. And I, you know, I sympathize, empathize with that um, as far as that is concerned. But uh, is is that just something uh, Schiff, uh, I wonder if he's done that with his eyes, you know, all of his life. I, I wonder if Nadler's brow has always wandered on him all of his life. Either way, both of the, however you want to look at it, neither of them are, in my opinion, my estimation, they're not good guys. Okay, uh, the president um, is doing his, his NATO thing. He's um, taking a NATO trip right now. He's abroad. And they send uh, a message to him about his participation 
at least Jerry Nadler done, did in the farce that Nadler is going to conduct or preside over, he is presiding over. And have you looked at the cast of characters in the Democrat uh, Senate, in the judiciary? It, it is absolutely ridiculous how they have this brainwashed themselves into believing that somehow they can get away with this. And and it always it puzzles me to because I, and quite frankly I don't think they're that stupid. I believe that there is a different game. There's an end game that, uh, of course, they know about that we are not quite privy to. And I know that they must know. Uh, it has been said by some of them, perhaps those who have not been to the the meeting or got the memo or what have you, that um, if we don't impeach Trump then he's going to win. I think they know that. And so since they know that, and of course we know they're going through with the impeachment, at least they're trying to, but I think that uh, the brakes are going to be put on that before long. Mark my word, I'm going on record right here. The brakes will be pumped as they are being pumped now. And they're going to be put on. In fact, they're going to pull up. And if you're in a little, little, um, like they used to have in the Volkswagen, or years ago, they're going to pull up the brake. Yeah, because they're on a steep hill. And they're going to pull up on that handbrake to make sure that their car doesn't go, <laughs> doesn't go sliding, that Democrat car doesn't go sliding back down the hill. So mark my word, I believe the brakes are going to be put on this impeachment thing because Natler's committee is just is going to be just as stupid, feckless, meaningless as um, the other one, Adam Schiff's committee was. Oh, and Schiff is full of Schiff. He's full of Schiff. I'm telling you. <laughs> He's full of full of shit, <laughs> and um, he's of himself. Yeah. In fact, I think that uh, after he had left the 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 last day, when he gave an impassioned brouhaha, I think he went and shift all over himself. He Schiff, <laughs> Adam Schiff. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. And the crying towels for Adam Schiff and soon Jerry Nadler, they, they're just not dabbed. They have to be wrung out. And I give them credit because they show a good face, a good bold face in public, but they must know. They must know that this stuff that they're trying to pull off on the American people is just not going to work. 
It just will not fly. Especially uh, when this president is being treated like no other that has ever been treated. Um, I agree with uh, Mike Pompeo that the impeachment uh, should pause while the president is abroad. Um, Joe Lieberman, independent, um, has said that um, the impeachment is the most partisan um, of all. Of all that that have ever happened, um, Representative Collins Schiff needs to be first witness at the hearing. And you better believe this, that if um, this does go to the Senate for trial, Schiff, the whistleblower, and uh, yes, ding, 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 um, Hunter Biden. They're going to have to say something to the Senate committee. They got to say something to the American people. That's why I'm telling you that I do believe the brakes, even right now, are being pumped and it's going to be parked and they're going to pull up that Volkswagen handle to set that brake so that they're. Um, Democrat vehicle doesn't slide or roll back down the hill. Yeah. Everybody that you talk to and the Dems know this themselves. Nobody's nobody's for this. Nobody's for this. This is just crazy. It's absolutely insane. And it's insufferable. Not only insane, but it's insufferable. Um, seven polls that are out right now uh, suggest that the Democrat strategy, well, it's backfiring. Yeah, it's backfiring. And why they cannot read the handwriting on the wall is it, something that I, I just... I don't know. So I'm thinking that there has to be a a different take and an end game that they are looking to get. And the only thing I can imagine is to create chaos in ways that will stimulate. The Antifa, uh, hands up, don't shoot, voter die uh, type of reaction that very well could be helpful to, well, unrest. It won't be helpful to the American people, but it will be helpful to the continued unrest that the Democrats are actually um, thriving on. In this nation. Oh, yeah, they're thriving on the unrest that's going on. That's all they got. But now the recent polls at um, the town hall, the recent town hall uh, meetings uh, delivered a serious wake up call on impeachment um, to moderate Democrats. Uh, Representative Mike uh, Sherrill, a former Navy helicopter pilot elected in 2018 to represent New Jersey's um, 
reliably Republican 11th congressional district heard um, from his, from her constituents. And um, when they, they hear, hear from their constituents, what they are hearing is that uh, you guys need to back off of this. And, and, and the amazing thing is you are able to see the bubble yeah, that the elected officials, the legislators that you send to Washington, D.C., began to live in. They, they live in this bubble. You send them from your districts and uh, and so forth out in the out in the, the territory and they get to Washington, D.C., and then they become inoculated. They become, um, um, I don't know, capsulized. And they began to be out of touch with the way we think. And, and folks, I, I spend a lot of time in D.C. I'm up there often. And it's very easy to begin thinking that the entire nation is what you say it is. I think it was Gerald R. Ford, as far as impeachment is concerned. Gerald R. Ford said impeachment is what the majority of the House of Representatives say it is. An unimpeachable offense. It's what the majority of the House of Representatives says it is. Now, friends, quite frankly, that's uh, scary. Not as scary as Joe Biden is, though. Um, now I got I'm, I'm having it checked. I don't know if this um, clip was, um, you know, one of those genuine clips or not. I'm going to play it for you here uh, as soon as we can get it up here. I don't know if this clip was one of those clips that um, was spliced. And I certainly, to tell you the truth, I certainly hope it was. I certainly hope this clip of Joe Biden was spliced together. Because, friends, if it was not, then Joe is, is, is in deep, deep trouble. And we should all be very, very afraid of what he could bring to the White House if for whatever reason we were crazy enough to make him president of the United States. Yeah. It, it, it would it would just be, oh, my God, it's just as though he's sliding off of a hill. He's sliding slowly into madness. And, and, and friends, if in any way you think that uh, Joe Biden is lucid <laughs> after hearing this all I have to do is say, all I have to say is, uh, please, please, 
uh, check out. You you need a you need a reality check because there is no way that this man is uh, lucid. Thirty seconds. I want you to hear this. Just thirty seconds. I want you to hear this. Uh, hold on, just a second. I want you to hear this. Uh, start it. Start it over there. And uh, yeah, start that over because Joe is just out of his mind. Yeah, Joe is just out of his mind. If this is not something that has been spliced together, take a listen. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand. And it get hot. I got a lot of. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I tell you what. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it is just absolutely insane. Uh, what, what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? But where, now, now understand that the 30 seconds of that very well in in a, in another world could be said to be taken out of context right i yeah you you could say that someone could take that out of context but you can't take that out of context because he's and I'm, I'm having I'm having this authenticated because because, you know, people, the, the magic of uh, modern technology that we have right now, uh, you can do anything. You can probably do anything with it. But the, the, the fact that someone would even equate. Oh, kid jumping in the pool, rubbing uh, the hair down on his leg and then to roaches and kids sitting on his lap. I just don't know where, why. I mean, yeah, that's that's the word. That's the word. I just haven't been able to figure out why. Why you would say that. Well, we got a lot of figuring to do. We got a lot of... <laughs> As we go on with the show, I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Love it! Or you might as well get on out. Leave it, as far as I'm concerned. And so, Joe Biden beating Donald John Trump? I just don't see that. Come on, Duval. Come on, um, Bloomberg. Get in the race. I'm CL. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. 
is the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Hey, as I told you, folks, uh, CL and Jane are taking their show on the road away from Louisiana and up to Colorado uh, here in just another couple of weeks. That's where we will hail from uh, um, uh, for well, some time. And uh, we'll be coming to you live and in living color uh, from there as well on a daily basis. And, of course, our platforms are expanding. Also, uh, working on uh, bringing to you over this platform, Red State uh, Talk Radio, Black Voices for Trump. And I have told you that I truly believe that there is going to be a tsunami a tsunami uh, that will sweep, usher in a landslide vote for Donald John Trump come 2020. Everything that the Democrats uh, have tried to do over the last three years to derail and, um, uh, you know, and of course, impeachment proceedings began against this president uh, before. He took the oath of, oath of office once he secured the the win uh, the election, once he won the election, um, you had impeachment proceedings that had already begun. Uh, and, and really they, they, they knew that that would be the, the final card that they would have to, they could, they could play. They were thinking that they could bring him down, uh, with, with, uh, the Russia hoax that didn't happen. And I have a feeling that they were hoping that that could be the catalyst for and the strong the strong card the the whole card for impeaching him but that didn't work so they just went out with straight impeachment for what they don't know certainly you and I have no clue and they really don't either they're but they they're sticking to their their story is he um strong armed bribed the Af- uh, Ukrainian government into something it was not the investigation of joe biden or his son that never happened listen to me that never happened and i know that so many people out there are uh saying that well is he guilty of what they're saying he's guilty of and no that never happened it never happened and um as far as funds being held back, well, listen, folks, I told you this. You know this. You should know this. 
you are have a fiduciary responsibility. Let's just say you, you, you have a fiduciary responsibility over a public trust, over someone's money, right? And uh, you are, yes, doing business. You have been doing business with people who you now understand as uh, now that you, the fiduciary um, holder, the trust trustee of other people's money, namely the American people. You, it comes to your knowledge that the people you had been aiding even in their war against um, Russians, our arch enemies, that they're crooked, that that they are absolutely um, illegit. Wouldn't you think that it would be wise to make certain that the people who you have found out are crooked, illegitimate, corrupt. Wouldn't it be wise to make sure that they were at least above board a little bit more than they were before you gave me any money? Huh? Isn't that the reason why you have Hondurans and Guatemalans knocking on our door at our, our southern border? Because their government's were so corrupt. And, and, and hey, listen, folks. Um, when we talk about drug cartels of Mexico, which are out of control, the uh, United States is going to have to intervene in order to protect ourselves. I know Mexico uh, came out with a, a statement you know, proudly saying we don't need the U.S. to help us. But yes, they do. Unless they want us to have to invade the country in order to save it from itself. But the point that I was going to make was this. You have your drug cartels and all that type thing that we say are a threat to America, right? Yeah, we do. Um, but why should we aid and abet cartels that are not at our southern border, but over in the eastern bloc? who are just as harmful to us by stealing, who steal our money, take our money, and then continue uh, creating human atrocities. Shouldn't the President of the United States uh, protect and defend against that as well? Sure he should. Democrats don't want him to, but he should. There's nothing bribed. There's nothing bribed about that. And as far as Joe Biden is concerned, uh, uh, we're wanting, he's wanting to, hey, listen, the President doesn't have to worry about Joe Biden. No, he didn't have to worry about Joe Biden then. And I played you the clip. You certainly don't have to worry about Joe Biden now. Joe Biden has lost his mind. My word to Joe Biden, if I had one word for Joe Biden, it would be this. Ginkgo biloba. (laughs) Yeah, Joe, that ginkgo, ginkgo biloba. You need some. And folks, you know that, hey, listen, I'm I'm uh, of a mature age myself. I'm not not as old as Joe or, or the president or anything of that nature, but not too far behind. But I, I know I know what most of you uh, should know. And that is people in our age bracket. We're going to be living longer. I don't know about you younger people out there 
well, we're going to be living longer because we took care of ourselves in ways that um, you young people didn't back in the day. We were not sedentary. We didn't have a screen to stare at. And so we're, we're all living longer. The, the top presidential candidates, except for Buttigieg, is um, they're all in their 70s. Yeah, Nant, um, uh, not uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, the president himself. They're in their 70s. Buttigieg, of course, uh, prototype for the new Democrat um, Party. And um, compared to the rest of them, he's somewhat moderate. He's the only one who's makes who's made, you know, making a splash that's younger than 70. So we we have to engage all forms of media. And let me say that the Democrats strategy is backfiring on them because there are people who are older who have common sense enough to know that you you just can't load up a pile of horse manure like these Democrats have loaded up and expecting us to believe that just because you deliver a barn full of horse manure that we should dig through it in order to find the pony that you said was in there. There's no pony in this horse manure. Adam Schiff, uh, <laughs> there's nothing in, in Adam Schiff's in that pile. But they, t- they want you to believe that there's a pony in there. Further evidence that uh, the Democrat strategy is backfiring. Newsweek. Oh, that bastion of conservative uh, thought. <laughs> yeah, right. Newsweek fires a journalist who wrote inaccurate Trump Thanksgiving story. Now, check this out. Newsweek. Newsweek has fired the writer whose article initially stated that President Donald Trump would spend Thanksgiving golfing and tweeting rather than visiting U.S. troops in Afghanistan. The Washington Examiner reported this on Sunday. The magazine told the Examiner that reporter Jessica Kwong was let go after the publication's editors investigated the failures that led to the publication of inaccurate report. Newsweek added that the story has been corrected and the journalist responsible has been terminated. We will continue to review our process if required. If required. Keep the if required. And uh, we'll take further action. Donald John Trump seized on the mistake, tweeting, fake news, gonna fake. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, fish gonna swim, right? Fish gonna swim. Fish gonna swim. Fake news, gonna fake. That's exactly what we're seeing here in uh, going on. It's all backfiring. 
And I'm so glad to see that happen. Kwong told the examiner that uh, it was an honest mistake. Sure. Uh, yeah. Kwong's. How is this an honest mistake? I mean, who who gave her the, the who was the source that gave her the information that the president would be golfing and tweeting uh, during the Thanksgiving holidays. So Kwong told the examiner that it was an honest mistake, and she was asked to do the Thanksgiving story in advance and filed it on Wednesday, a day before the president's surprise trip became public. Uh, she said that she notified the on-duty editor of the Afghan uh, visit once she knew of it, but the editor did not immediately update the story. So, Kwong is saying, it wasn't my fault. Newsweek is saying, it doesn't matter. It is your fault. And whether it was your fault or not, it should be. It, sh- it should have been your fault. Because it's not our fault that we're firing you. Yeah. In order to maintain any credibility, that's what they feel they're doing. It wasn't an honest mistake. You tried to dunk on Trump and ended up dunking on yourself because you couldn't. You couldn't resist. The president's son wrote, (laughs) notice how there is there's never a story that broke in Trump's favor. And had to be corrected the other way. Never is. There aren't mistakes. They are consistent. This is a consistent pattern. So Newsweek fires Kwong. Kwong says it was an honest mistake. Don Jr. says, no, it wasn't a mistake. You just got caught trying to dunk on Trump. You got blocked. You got fired. It's all backfiring. And we are looking at a 2020 tsunami occurring because this is playing out. Now, earlier, before, it was playing out behind closed doors. But now, it's all coming to the light. We'll expose it even more. After the top of the the hour, more of the C.L. Bryant Show. (music) 